My cat. Hello. <laughs> I I have it on my phone and it hasn't popped up yet. So anyway, <laughs> I want to be able to see the chat. Anyway. Hi everyone, and welcome back to the Poison POV podcast with myself, the little black cat, it's D&D, and Apple, or Lily. I love her headphones, they're amazing. Anyway, today, <laughs> today this, uh, this podcast, we don't, we don't have much, not much happened this week, it was pretty all... It's pretty um uneventful. Unfortunately for us, while we were doing last week's podcast, shit blew up like crazy on Twitter. But we'll get into that a little later. And um and as you can see, we do have a fundraiser on this podcast this time, and that is because a YouTuber or a streamer or a gamer of some description. Uh, did pass away, and so we've got that up there for them. If uh, you would like to donate, feel free to do so. It's sort of a tribute. Um, any donations make uh, will go in memory of him. Uh, it is a charity for uh, boxes for uh, children in third world countries for Christmas. So get some kids, some boys who are in very uh, underprivileged areas. Um, I'll probably donate after this. But anyway, guys, um, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, we're going to be talking about our first world problems, some drama, and just having a more chill episode today. We'll also be interacting with chat, so um, once we hear and everything, you guys can start uh, sharing your opinions, whatever, uh, down below, and we'll it we'll talk about it um also you can listen or watch this next week i believe all of our previous episodes on spotify it came up uh, <laughs> so finally if you're interested all of our episodes will be available on spotify starting next um, that's exciting get set up because i had an account for me and black cat's other idea for a podcast and it wouldn't let me rename it so i had to set up a whole new one um <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen we have got this whole thing ready uh you can drop drop a chats oh, no. whatever the hell you guys want um down below uh and yeah yeah, that's basically all that I have to say. Sorry for the little ramble right there. Um, I just realized what? watching the playback because it's so delayed. I pointed to Lily being D and D and D and D as Lily. So okay, I am now a woman. Yeah, I am now. What are you? A white supremacist. Wait. Yeah. What? When did I become a white supremacist? <laughs> what? Uh, just now. Well, that's great. I love becoming a white nationalist random. Well, technically you're not. Lily is. Oh, shit. Hoggers. Lily now hates <laughs> minorities. That's great. 
Um, <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's dive into some quick brief news. Just get the drama stuff out of the way. Um, his endless stuff in YouTube boxing. It's like the only thing outside of Trisha Paytas that seems to fucking have drama anymore. Um, Jake Paul is trying to fight another UFC fighter instead of Tommy Fury. Logan Paul broke his hand, so he can't box. And Logan Paul is hanging out with Drake, supposedly. Uh, How did Logan fucking break his hand? I have no clue. Um, I don't know what the hell is... Hold up. Why are we lagging? No clue. It is lagging, though. Yeah, no, we're really oh. laggy. Hold up. I turned the volume off my thing, so... It wasn't even, like, uh, sound. It was, like, the picture itself was laggy. Like, it was, oh. like, glittering. Um... Hold up. Um... Uh, uh, that's not good. Mine isn't laggy. Mine is. Hold up. Okay, it's back. It's back good. Let me restart it. Hold up. Yo, we're having weird technical issues, because this is not my internet speed. <laughs> what did you do when you were installing new RAM that fucked up your computer? Literally nothing. It's running everything faster. Hold up. Yeah, mine's not laggy at all. Hello, Mark. Hello, other person in chat. Give us one second. Hey, yo, Mark. Should we... Hey, Mark. Hi, Jade. Hello. Do we want to uh... just restart this? Uh, I think might still... Well, to me, mine mine's not laggy, okay, so I don't know what's again. wrong with you guys. I think it's good again. So okay, we're just gonna steal your old podcast and keep having technical problems. <laughs> we really can't. It was that podcast was never even started. Well, perfect. That was when I was that that was when I had the whole drama with this fucking joint channel that was a piece of shit. So, damn, they'll they'll do they'll do exactly what I will do and take all of your ad money. Management, kidding. Um. Oh, now it's laggy. I don't know no? how delayed you are. Yes. You know, it's good on my screen. Okay, so well, we all stress over lag. Um. No, on mine it's loading fine. <laughs> Dream settings say it's fine too. Oh, okay. Maybe you being. <laughs> if it's good on your end, it's fine. Excellent. Um. Oh, there we go. Oh, maybe that was when you guys were talking about it being laggy. I Mine's just really fucking delayed. I'm Actually. Sorry. Um, Wait, does that work? <gasps> I just had the 
you, you know how you've got the little red bar underneath the thing? Mine was like here. I was delayed. <laughs> so I was delayed by like 20 minutes oh. instead of it being like all the way down the fucking end so that. Yeah. I'm looking at it now, it looks like it's fine. Yeah, it's fine now. It's because, like, when you guys were talking about it being laggy, I was still very far behind when it wasn't laggy. <laughs> oh, fuck my life. Oh, anyway. I'm, I'm going to use Streamlabs of S next time. Because thousand times First world problems. Um, first world problems. Yeah, so let's talk about some first world problems. So, Black Cat, uh, since me and you are the only two people that I think live in a first world country... What have been uh, your first world problems? Well, I've been spending too much money online. What have you been buying? Like, I think over this last week, I dropped almost $2,000. What? In the past week alone, just online shopping. What have you bought? So, well, I bought my new bed. And the bed frame. So that alone was probably like six, seven hundred dollars. And then I bought a fucking Dyson heater fan thing, which was another like six hundred dollars. Um, what else did I get? I bought new hair dye because I want to try this new like combination of colors. So I bought Arctic Fox hair dye, which already is expensive and coming from the US. So, there's that. What else did I get? Um, I signed up to a food subscription service, which is going to be like $100 weekly. What service? Oh, that. It's called HelloFresh. Oh, I've used HelloFresh. And so, I've signed up for that because one of my friends is into it and was like, oh yeah, this is really good. And I'm like, I can't be bothered going shopping and spending like $300 on food that I probably didn't even get the right stuff for recipes. And I want to try new food. I really want to try new recipes and stuff like that. And just like researching recipes and then buying all the separate ingredients for it just seems like too much effort. So at least HelloFresh is just going to give me um, randomized recipes and then that'll be fun. Speaking what else did I buy? Speaking of randomized recipes, we have a show coming up fairly shortly, actually. Let's just transition into this, since I know we can talk about this. So, the commentary <gasps> crew is launching a bunch of new programming. Documentaries, movies, uh, that kind of shit. Um, working on movie reviews. Basically a ton of co kind of commentary shit, right? Um, mm. But... We have a very special show, which the fucking Black Cat is super hyped for. Oh, yes. A cooking show. Um, so. Considering I have a kitchen, like, right here. Wait, that's like, your kitchen. This way, this kitchen. Well, I mean, I've got all my booze here, but, yeah, that's my kitchen. <laughs> Crack one open on the stream. Hashtag drunk stream. Actually, I don't have anything to do today. Black Cat, it's like 7 in the morning. 
You really it's five o'clock somewhere. Around. I mean, it's <laughs> five o'clock. Turn around and look at it, though. It, it's six twenty-two right now in the evening. So you're you're good. You're good. You totally live in the U.S. I just love how your cat's looking at you, judging you. <laughs> um, really? But so we're going to be doing a cooking program, right? Um, and do you want to explain what it is? What we've discussed, Black Cat, or do you want me? Well, as far as I know, we're going to find a random image of a dish online or on Google. Just Google images or something. And the contestants involved will have to try and recreate the dish just by what it looks like. They do a similar thing on MasterChef, but at least with that, you're allowed to eat the food and you can taste the ingredients that are in it. This, we're just going off visuals, so we've got nothing but the visual look. Well, and the of, name. Uh, and the name of the food, but we don't get an ingredient list. We don't get any steps on how to make it. We've just got to fly by the seat of our pants and try our very best we to make the dish. We also will be given a random budget to where everything has to be under that. So you might, for like, say one week, it's something simple, like, I don't know, bolognese, spaghetti bolognese, right? Eggs on toast. Yeah, eggs on toast, right? You have $2. Something like that. Like, it's going to be sort of like, if it's an easy dish, we're going to give you a super low price point, where you've got to- Mind like you, if it's an easy dish, we probably already have all the ingredients anyway. Yeah, true. But- that won't just be easy dishes. I think our first one, from what I've considered, we might do something like a welling for the first for the first episode. Something like really difficult and easy to mess up. Yeah, what? Something that <laughs> oh, Ramsey makes. And we're not allowed to. I don't think we're allowed to look up how to make it either. Nope, you can't look up how to make it. You literally just got to see the picture. Figure out what you're going to do, figure out what you're going to put in it, and then make the dish. Whoever's uh, looks best visually and whoever can finish their entire dish without dying of food poisoning wins um, on our standards. And you guys will get to vote um, in the comments. Whoever wins the votes, uh, we will have in the next episode, and they'll challenge another person. So it'll mm. be sort of this, ladder. This reminds me of... Um... Like, a, one of those BuzzFeed videos I watched. It they did, like, a similar thing. I probably stole this from BuzzFeed. You, yeah, but the uh, thing is, we're gonna make a whole story, not just one episode. <laughs> True. Um, and on top of that, speaking of series, uh, we're very close to finalizing plans for a game show type thing. Uh, so there'll be a submission form on our on the uh, commentary crew uh, Twitter as community as tab, oh. and we'll put, yeah we'll put it okay. on the community tab. But uh, once we launch both of those, there'll be stuff to where you can apply to be on a game show. Um, we'll probably do some sort of prizing too. Can um, I make a spinny wheel? If we need a spinny wheel, can I make can I make a big luxurious spinning wheel? <laughs> If we need a spinning wheel, you can make a spinning wheel. I'll, I'll wear something with sequins. <laughs> Thank you. <Black> yes. 
Uh, yes, uh, you guys can suggest foods in the comments section as well. Um, the first, like, two will be pre-planned, but uh, you can suggest an episode one and two, and we'll go from there. Uh, we plan to do about eight to ten episodes a season for that. Um, so it'll be fun. That'll be really awesome. Uh, and with some of us, like myself, that don't know how to cook, it'll be really fun to watch. Um, this is where I'm why. happy you I have a certificate to, to hospitality. Uh, I've burnt water. Anyway. How <laughs> <laughs> do you burn water? You mean. I, I burned the bottom of the pan. Oh, uh, you let it boil too long until there was no water it. left. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought it took like 30 minutes. I'm still just water. thinking about alcohol. 30 minutes. Okay, get a drink. Come on, take a shot. But I also have a cat on my lap. <sighs> Baby! Oh, <laughs> cat! A Merry Christmas, y'all. He's such a fat boy. Be nice to a cat. Okay, excuse me. Move your ass. Oh! Now the question is, what do I want? Oh, I'm happy Mark is excited for it. Hey, I'm so I'm so glad that we'll be getting some viewership from it. I, <coughs> it'll be fun to do regardless, so I don't care if it gets views or not, but... Mark is a sweetheart. I just love the background. You see everything. black cat getting alcohol. <laughs> she was waiting for this very moment. Oh, black cat became a wine mom, I think. Surprisingly, I bought it. And I originally bought it to put in food, and then I had a sip, and I was actually surprised that I liked it, because I fucking hate wine. <laughs> I absolutely hate wine, it tastes disgusting, I absolutely hate red wine specifically, but for some reason, this tastes good. <laughs> well, we're glad that you enjoy it, and we're glad that we get a do also, stream with Black Cat. This can't end horribly at all. Sponsored by the government. <laughs> What? Sponsored Since by government when? funding. Wait. Since COVID. Wait. Wait. Is that what your like stimulus went to? I don't get stimulus. This is the the weekly payment that we get from Centrelink and our government because we can't work. Cat, get out of the way. <laughs> Lily, yeah, Lily. come sit on the lap. Come, come. Lily, Lily, look! It's the baby. Oh my god! A famous rapper, the baby. Bubba, come here. Oh, cat. There you go. There's a baby. So one baby here, one baby there. He's joining the stream. <laughs> I'm one of I'm one of these mums that have wine and two cats. What's the name of your cat? Panda. 
All right, Panda, what are your opinions on the geopolitical situation? You want some wine? Do not no. feed your cat wine, Alinity. <laughs> hey, that was vodka. I think she did it with something else not that long ago. It was, it was vodka. No, she did it recently, too. Really? Yeah, I saw it on, a, like, Twitter. The alcoholic from Australia. I'm changing the name to the, of this stream to Black Cat Becomes Alinity. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me let me just. <laughs> oh! Do not throw your cat. <laughs> She's not gonna throw it. She's gonna eat it. Oh, yeah, exactly. Cat. That's There's fun. a difference. Colby. <laughs> No, that's what you say when a helicopter is going down. Oh. That was very dark. I'm sorry. Sorry to all the Kobe Bryant stands in our audience. If I could, I'd make a 9-11 joke. But I'm not going to. Dude, they always crash and burn. That's why I stopped making them. That's a bad joke. Yeah, you see how none of us are laughing? <laughs> anyway! What were we talking about? Um, Food? I think, no. Game show? Yeah, the game show, right? There we go. Um, Back on track. So the game show, the basic plan for that one is going to be, uh, basically you, you eat, you're, I want to do something with, like, eating and questions. Like you know the you know that whole like show Ooh. like where you have something disgusting to eat if you don't answer the question. So there was actually something that I used to watch ages ago called Fear Factor with Joe oh, Rogan. Okay. Mhm. Mm and what they would do is they would have the most disgusting food in front of them of like macerated maggots and like bull's anus and pig tongue and just stuff like that crocodile eyes and they just have to eat it <laughs> yeah i don't think we're doing that <laughs> okay That's well something of, similar like sounds ridiculously expensive too to have to ship the contestants well yes but also like there's a shop that we have and we get um, American spicy candy, like outrageously, like 90,000 fucking kilojoules of whatever the fucking system is for chili rating. Like, uh, you could fucking put a Carolina Reaper in there as a fucking, if you don't get, like, if you guess 10 questions wrong in a row, you have to take a bite of a Carolina Reaper. <laughs> Actually, my idea involved that one chip challenge thing, right? For each question you don't answer, you have to eat one of those chips. The ones that have, like, the spiciest pepper in it, right? That or the, um, roulette chips. Where you mix the spicy ones with just regular chips. That is a good idea. That is a really good idea. 
I have a box sitting somewhere that's called Sundere cookies. It's basically Russian roulette where some are really spicy and some are just regular. Oh, have you seen the pizza, right? Where there's two slices in it, right? That have a habanero, um, cheese, and ghost ghost and a Carolina Reaper infused crusts. Ew. Sounds like death. Yeah, two two slices of, like, a a 12 slice pie are that. That okay would, then. That would honestly be an interesting thing to try. Well, I have two um, nitro gummies. What's that? This sounds like drugs. Black Cat, are you going to pull out a bag of heroin? That's the Cinderay cookies. Okay, I love the packaging. What are the nitro gummies? Oh, there it is. I have two of these guys. Oh! The world's hottest gummy bears. Yep! I also had a lollipop a while ago that was called the Devil's Toe. I'm too white for that. Yeah, it's... It's legit. (laughs) Yeah, Black Cat, I'm too white for that, dude. I couldn't do that. Nine million Scoville unit of chili extract. It's 900 times hotter than a jalapeno pepper. And when you open it, there's this little, little piece of paper in it. It's a YouTube challenge. So you got to make the best Little Nitro video on the internet and post it to YouTube with the hashtag Little Nitro Challenge. Oh, no. You need to fully chew the fiery gummy bear and see if you can handle the heat. Can you go a full five minutes without relief? I'm too white for that. (laughs) See, I have a feeling that I could probably just swallow it whole. But and then deal, and then deal with the, well, like chew it, and then just swallow it instantly, and then just not put anything else in my mouth for five minutes. But I feel like my guts would also explode at the same time. You know, I considered something like hot one. You know that show, uh, the show with hotter with hot. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Wings. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Oh, I've, my brother watched it a lot. I think we could do something like that, potentially. That might be a good um, Anyway, moving forward. Um, nah, dude, I am way too white for spicy food. I, cry, I, I cried before when there was a jalapeno in my nachos. I literally cried. You think I want to do spicy food challenges? No. <laughs> See, no. I could do spicy food challenges. Yes, I may cry. It's just that my bowels are going to have a really bad time 
I can't eat spice for dear life. I, I am a my guts can't handle too much black pepper on my food, let alone fucking chili, so. <laughs> well, welcome to the black cat toilet camera. I will, I will, I will become yeah. hospitalized, for sure. Black cat literally starts shitting fire. Look, these little ears. Oh. You can't see it because it's against, like, the black of my clothes, but... The little ears. Black of my clothes. Black cat. I think we're all. I think we're all too white for hot stuff. Yeah, we're the two white people as well. I'm. I'm technically white. I'm halfway. She's been integrated. <laughs> yes, we have. We have. Um. We have integrated Lily into our, uh, race. On my stream, I would, uh, have, like, a bit thing because of, like, Twitch. You can, like, have channel points. So I have, like, spicy noodles, and I got spammed. When I, when I introduced it, I got spammed like crazy. I wanted to die. Oh, God. It's I one of those Korean spicy noodle things. Dude, I yeah. consider doing a stream where, uh... Every time someone donates a dollar, right? Uh, we mm. basically we basically food that's spicier, and it would start with like uh, something something mild, like a talkie, right? Uh, that I can actually, um, and it would end with something like the one chip challenge, right? It'd be like fifteen or so, right? And he eat like the first one to eat the uh talkie bag right like a bag of talkies it would be a dollar then the next one would be like three dollars and then the like final price would be like i don't know 20 or something right um oh i just remembered another thing i bought that was like 300 dollars uh there might be a minimum donation limit. don't good time you mark so uh how much were you trying to donate? Because I think the minimum is five dollars. Uh, but I don't think there should be a problem with Mastercard. You might have entered in a piece of information. But continue, Black Cat or Lily. I don't know which one of you were speaking. Sorry. Oh, I was just reminiscing about more fucking shit that I bought online. Oh, what did you buy? What else? I bought a two-liter bottle of Olaplex because my hair is okay. fucked. So it's a it's a hair serum that is notorious for literally fixing the most damaged, broken, like is no longer with us uh, hair. <laughs> um, balding confirmed. No, the ends of my hair are so horrific. But I also want to keep dyeing my hair crazy colors. And so, and I also want to grow butt length hair. That is a goal of mine. What? It used to be that long. Butt length hair. I mean, I know it's probably just long hair, but I call it butt length hair. Because okay. I find it funny. You, on my <laughs> end, length cut out the first time. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> so I was very confused. No. 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 Like, you know. what the and hell? Hello, Vane007. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> welcome to our podcast. We have no plan today. Um, no, this is this is how long my hair is at the moment. It's about titty length. Um, thank you for that. <laughs> and all of the underside I had shaved, so I had an undercut where all the back half of my hair was shaved off. That's now like this long. And I want to grow it all out super long, but I also still want it to be bright neon colorful colors. Okay. And apparently the whole thing everywhere is that you have to cut your hair every month to get rid of the dead ends so that it grows longer. I've been doing that for fucking years and my hair hasn't gotten any longer. And then I went and researched a bunch of shit, so I'm going to try the rice water method on my hair. And also, not cut it ever again. Yeah, Michael Kamsey, yeah, I did got mad at you. I really got mad at you guys. I'm for you, black cat. I got you, bro. Mine's bigger. I'm not going to pull out a larger knife than that, because it's banned the possibility. But, um... I can't be bothered to find it. <laughs> I just pulls out, like, a machete and's like, yeah, this is my pocket knife. No, it's, it's my, uh, my... Emos, I mean emus. My double-headed battle axe with hidden blade. <laughs> I got it from a medieval festival. Are you an assassin from Assassin's Creed now? There's a cat hair in my wine. That's sad. And I can't reach it. That's hashtag disappointing. Well, it is first world problems right there. Yes. Yeah. So So yeah, the Olaplex was like 350 bucks. (laughs) 350 bucks for Olaplex. What else? I bought three new makeup palettes, which were like hundred dollars US, so that's probably hundred and fifty dollars AU. Oh actually sort of speaking of makeup palettes, right? I wanted to get both of y'all's Yes arms. Hold up, I gotta pull this up. Give me The ones that I bought are Alice in Wonderland themed. And I was very happy. Yes, Michael, rice water. Rice water is apparently something that Yao women have used for centuries to grow. Like, these are women that have, like, Rapunzel-length hair that drag on the bloody ground. Um, and apparently it's really, really good. They use it to wash their hair once a week. And that's it. That's all they use. No shampoo, no conditioner, just rice water. And because of all of the antioxidants and vitamins and minerals and stuff that you get in rice itself, it's, like, really, really good. All right. Apparently it's also good for your skin. This is from the site Beauty Lich, right? Hmm. It's all of his palettes. palettes. It's all of his palettes. Is it all of his palettes or it's all of his most recent, like, fancy palettes? It's the, um, blood sugar, It should be blue blood, blood money, blue blood, royal, uh, no, uh, yeah, blood lust. Uh, 
Bloodlust, Blood Money, Blue Blood, and Blood Sugar are the ones included. Have you seen the newer ones that he's come out with? Uh, hold up. Are you talking about... Uh, There's... The... No, hold up, hold up, hold up. The uh, Pricked one? Yeah, Pricked is the most recent one, and the other one that he came out with was Pink Religion and the Star Ranch, this but that's only right. a mini palette. Yeah. Dude, I kind of really it. love it. I saw this. I want right? it. I saw that, right? And mm -hmm. I'm like, oh man, mm -hmm. I'm going to order it tomorrow when it releases. I didn't wake up in time and it was sold out. Oh no! I was so mad. So the only Jeffree Star palette I have is the Shane Dawson Conspiracy palette. Because I bought it off eBay for like 50 I, bucks because it was one. sold like... I found one on a clearance online and I ordered it. Ooh, brilliant. So, some podcast will get an unboxing of that. Uh, I personally don't I just love the colors in it. Or anything. I just use eyeliner and lipstick and that's all I use. I want to get a lip gloss at some point, but... Mm. Like, this whole face is just lipstick and eyeliner. Wow. Look at look at Lily being fun. resourceful. Just being I resourceful. I don't have eyeshadow. You should get. We should send Lily um, eyeshadow. Rogue energy. Oh. <laughs> no, we, we I should... don't know. I don't know how I feel of rogue energy. I'm gonna have to send this you some. Like... Yeah, send Lily the same package you sent me. Did you try a different flavor, by the way? Not yet. Okay, yeah, try one of the better ones. All the little packets are sitting just in front of my alcohol. <laughs> Hold up, Black Cat, you remember you, I asked you, like, which one would you like? And you're like, I don't care, just order me whatever. And I'm yeah. like, okay. So I told them go with the most popular ones and throw something weird in there. And what was the first one that you tried? Well, they sent me two of the same one, which was, like, Fruit Punch. But it tastes like cherry. Yeah, it's uh, the packaging. And it's a hydrating one. Oh. And it's uh, red. Yeah, the extreme hydration cherry fruit punch. Yeah. Um, it doesn't I say cherry fruit punch. It just says fruit punch. The only flavor in it's cherry, dude. I got a test sample of it, right? It smelled nice. It smelled really good. And then I took a sip and almost threw up. Dude, it's the one that I tried, right? It, this was okay. a test version. It was overly sweet. Like, it was disgustingly Wait. sweet. Like, it tasted like okay. someone melted down sugar, added food dye to it, and called it a day. Probably did. No, it's Kool Aid. <laughs> you know, Rogue Energy Kool Aid. No wonder I don't like it. Uh, well, I wanted to. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm actually uh, hoping uh, two years from now I, uh, I'll be big enough to get gamer sups. Because uh, oh, yeah. now I, I don't speak for the brand or the company, nor do I recommend you buy anything but delicious Rogue Energy. But gamer sups is really good. <laughs> oh, I still don't know what that is. Uh, gamer and thank you so much, Vase007, for subbing. 
Gamer Subs is a uh, energy drink formula. Ooh, yay! Thank you for subbing! Hey, thank you so much for subbing. I wish that we had notifications for that, but OBS does not allow us to do that. I don't Wait, know. it does, doesn't it? It has a setting for it. Normal OBS, you have to connect some third-party tool. Yeah, you have a Puglin. I, I, I'm going to probably set us up on Streamlabs OBS next week. That way we get the notifications. Yeah, Streamlabs is a lot easier. Yeah, I we have four people. Four people watching our stream, and I'm probably one of them. I'm one of them as well. Are you watching, Lily? So, so this. So, <laughs> oh, it's okay. We'll we'll make up the views when the video goes posted. So I I'm still saying that if. I feel like y'all should really do a platform on Twitch as well. Yeah, but we'd still have to grow the Twitch then. No, no, if you do on Strap, um, Streamlab OBS, you can do on YouTube. Thank you, Faye. Sorry, sorry, You can do, like, streaming at the same time. Um, because Twitch is a lot easier for streaming, especially for podcasts. True. I mean, YouTube I mean, is more for, stream. like, gaming, I would say, personally. I think we can multi-stream. Mm -hmm. We'll try that. We'll try that next week. Wait, we've, we'll we've got stream. three. Oh, now, now there's, there's six now there's people. people. Hey. We've got six people. So hey, there's so us three, and then there's there's V007, Michael, and Mark. You know oh, what? They're all That's my friends. That's all we got. They're, ah, they're all my friends. D&D, Thank you so much, Michael, and thank you, Viper. Thank you so much for joining. It's not my fault. I wasn't going to kill you guys anyway. Lily's mm -hmm. pulling the weight here it's with not views. It's my fault we're both irrelevant. True. I- What? I just update with- Like, I, I tell them beforehand that we're streaming. I give an alert, and I tell them that yeah, I'm gonna be streaming. But you guys don't do ahead of time. Like, you don't announce it to people and to know that you're starting, so they can think of it. True. Oh. You guys just start when posting, like, when it's not you post it. You don't hike Lily the needs to, Lily needs to teach us her ways of fucking notifications. I'm more, I'm, more of a, I'm more of an entertainment person, so, like, I'm more different here than the fact that... Like, if I see a chat immediately, I will... Maybe it's my ADHD, but I just answer it immediately. Mm. I, I, I couldn't. So you're telling me if we text you, you feel obligated to answer? Yes, I do. I do. Black if I see it, I have to. If I see it, I have to text back. And I was like, but if I don't see it, I don't see it. But if I see mm. it, I immediately text back. Well, Black Cat, Fair I enough. have a way that we can really trigger Lily. Don't kill Lily. Yeah, I know, right, Don't kill me. No, no we're not, we don't. We're not going to kill Lily. We need her as a sacrifice. Her, yeah, you yeah. gotta give them the notifications. Yeah, we, 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 we gotta give, we gotta give Lily to the demons. Okay. <laughs> uh, I have, I have my sandwich here. You forgot our guest today, my sandwich. Oh yes, so today Your we're sandwich. gonna be interviewing Lily's sandwich. Well, actually, yes, speaking have, of interviewing- have some, have some milk. Speaking of interviewing, we might have our first guest on soon. Um, Ooh, really? Yeah, uh -huh. <laughs> Um, I can't say yet, but I'll tell you after. I don't want to say because then I don't want them to get spammed because... I just got a notification that I'm- that my, uh, lingerie is getting delivered today. 
Oh, that that's something. I... That's that that's interesting. I really want to say that we did my match. <laughs> my mattress is coming, and my first set of lingerie is coming. This is the shit that I buy online, guys. I don't want to see your Amazon cart. I really don't. Actually, filled with wax beads and as in like wax seal oh, beads. Okay, okay. Like those okay. those cool olden day wax seal shits. Okay. Oh, those things are yeah. really cool. I see them on TikTok a lot. I, I want to use them. I want to use them on my packaging. Black yeah, that's so cool. Because of what you said, the last order was of the lingerie, right? I thought it was a very different kind. That of wasn't. Thought... That wasn't off Amazon. That was on something else. I have a cow costume coming from Amazon. What? But we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> Nothing. You know how everyone's doing that lewd cow cosplay thing? But that's so Yeah, so I found one and I bought it. Black cats only fans coming soon. I'm not allowed. Why? My boyfriend banned me. Kind of dumb in my I don't give a fuck about only so fate picks it is. Hashtag. Kidding. <laughs> we died. I'm. <laughs> uh. Anyway. V double seven is so confused. They. They. I know you're into that shit, but but don't. Don't start here. Don't bring it into the chat, V. That's disgusting, V. It's okay. I'll, I'll, um, I'll put it in the simp chat in Lily's uh, server. Now, just, 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 look, just look at my server for simp chat, okay? Mark, are you into it too? Mark? Damn, Mark. Damn, everyone's... I kind of knew you. I kind of knew, man. I kind of knew you were a feet person, Mark. Damn, everyone's sexually attracted to the <laughs> chat now. Literally, me, me and Mark here, and I'm not sure if Michael was there or not, but we were having a simp, like, for our queen over here when she starts singing. And we are like, yes, she's queen, queen, and we just decided we make a simp chat just for her. Yeah, if you, if you guys don't know, that was, that was me singing when the simp chat was created. Alright, anyway, so talking about everyone's favorite uh, foot porn addiction, right? Let's talk about the Trisha Paytas situation now. Uh, since we... Oh boy! So much! Wait, he's into so feet too? Much. I didn't knew that! I don't know what she does, I just needed a transition! <laughs> yeah, I was getting a bit awkward there. Hold up, how much... You need a transition? Hold up, give me a second. So you want to be a girl now? I would not mind. If it means you can make an OnlyFans and get more money, sure. <laughs> not meant to expose me like that, Black Cat. Too bad. It's too late now. Can't take it back. We're live. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, where is Gurethama? Where's the others? Why are they not here? I will destroy them. How dare they? How so dare they miss all... the podcast? 
we all kind of know a little bit about the whole saga that is H3 and Trisha Paytas. And then there's also... Yeah. talk about this, by the way. Hold on. Yeah. Water. It's illegal for me to drink alcohol, so it is water. Not in your own home. He's gonna go drink some Moses, because Moses believes he is water. <laughs> Hence his, uh, his Twitter... Yep. Being, uh, channel water. Hello, Mark. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> oh, Mark, Mark likes being called Marky. Can you call him Marky? <gasps> Hi, Marky! What if I, what if I go, like, really, really high-pitched, like... Do it. Fucking uwu voice. Do it. Oh, Marky! Hi, yo, there you go, Marky. There you go, Marky. Oh, you got your now bring more people to this podcast. Oh, and Marks, guys, if you're still in my server, the water channel is getting quite dry, so I might have to shut it down. <coughs> so, yeah. We have, like, a water wow. shrine thing was on, so if you ever see in chat that say, Water, like, cult here in the chat or something. Yeah, that they're from me. They're from me. Server. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what uh, I always have my activities to keep them going on. Otherwise, they get shut down. Oh, uh, yeah. So. He's back with and water. Ethan. Water. Water. First world problems. Let me see, Mark. At least I'm not ordering one bucket of water. At least I'm not ordering cow lingerie, black cat. True, true. But is that a first world problem or is that just fun? That's a problem, problem. You need mental help, my dude. As she sips wine at eight o'clock in the morning. I want wine. I want. I drank all of my special water, and now we have not we special have water. water. <laughs> my special water. Oh, I right. call them my okay. special water because I don't want to say what it is. But Jeez. my chat, my chat, my chat would know what it is. But Lily's vulgar. Not, not to have anything. I, I have it, but it's like it's downstairs and it's my sister's. It's it's the it's the forbidden water. <laughs> yes, the forbidden water. Still again. Um, I I realized recently that um that Trisha Paytas idolizes a certain comedian, and it kind of explains a lot of how she acts online. What comedian is it? Andy Kaufman. Why does he sound familiar? So Andy Kaufman is kind of like a surrealist comedian who you can't tell if he's joking or if this shit actually happens to him in real life. That makes a lot and that's where Trish... 
this this is where like Trisha Paytas basically like in her description I think on Instagram or Twitter or something literally in her description is I am Andy Kaufman. I think that's actually and she, and she idolizes this comedian so much and it actually explains a lot of like how she's a troll um, on the internet and how sometimes you can't quite tell the difference between what she's joking about, what she's making a mockery of and what is actually related to her real life situations. And that's because she's following, it's the forbidden water. Uh, that's why she's following um, kind of the footsteps that Andy Kaufman originally, originally stated. I can't tell if that's normal water or vodka, Lily. She's she's doing it just for Mark. Mark in the chat. He's craving water. Um, so Lily's just teasing him a little bit with uh showcasing the water. Someone clip that out of context, please. It's not Twitch, you can't clip it. You can actually clip on YouTube. Can it actually? Yeah, there's a scissor button for clipping. I don't see it. Especially for... Maybe it's only on a PC, because on mobile I don't see it. No, let me show you. You see the little scissor icon right there? That no, I don't have it. No, I, I don't have it. Look, I don't. I see the settings for top chat and live chat, and just to leave it. Oh, I have the settings for scissors. Yeah, that'll... Well, uh... So guess... you have... I'm not white privileged enough to have it. Yeah. <laughs> She's not in the first world country. She doesn't get scissors. Yes, Belle? What, she what? Why are you calling my name? Yeah, Lily. Oh, I almost said something that sounded really bad. Yes, sir. <laughs> Moving forward, um, everybody. <laughs> Back so. To Okay, so originally what happened is that there have been several spats between Trisha and Ethan um, online before Frenemies was a thing. Like, Trisha and Ethan were never friends. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just it. They, they were never friends. That's why they had Trisha, Frenemies. They yeah, were never well, friends. They were, they were friendly, but they weren't ever on the same side, really. See... Trisha joined one of Ethan's podcasts before Frenemies because Ethan had made a video about her where they had photos of her, like, all dolled up with makeup and wigs and this and that, and then screenshots of videos where she had no makeup and she was having, like, a lazy day. And he would p compare them side by side and then literally make fun of, like, Dude, how the fuck can you do that? That's like catfishing. Like, she looks like a WWE wrestler in real life. And that she looks like a corpse. And this, that, and the other. Um, like, he was literally making a mockery of her weight and what she looked like compared to the pictures that, she, like, she was all, like, dolled up, had makeup, this, that, and the other. Wait, wait, who, who is Moses? Is or... Ethan to Trisha. Oh, okay. This was... We're starting way back at the beginning. Um, and so Frenemies was born after Trisha had joined Ethan on a podcast, like she did with Gabby Hanna, to try and just hash it out, talk about it. 
and Ethan ended up like kind of agreeing with Trisha, I think, in the fact that, oh yeah, it was kind of like not nice of me to do, basically. That's how Frenemies was born with Trisha and Ethan. But the thing is, they still had a very turbulent friendship. Like, they weren't quite friends, but they were kind of warming up to each other, had similar views on situations like Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star and James Charles and stuff like that. Um, but... to add, coming from, like, a person who used to be an avid and, like, I used to watch his podcast every week and stuff, um, they began to shift uh, their focuses more towards the same issues on, like, what they want to talk about, what they view uh, as important with the world. It's, uh, like, Yeah, and, like, mental health, mental health, political, stuff like that. And I think Trisha really helped Ethan in a sense of growth. Yeah, like, no, uh, Trisha blew his channel up. He was... I wouldn't say he was oh, irrelevant, I, but he was... I don't even mean, like, popularity growth. I mean personal growth. No, popularity-wise, oh my god. Well, but, like, because Trisha stated that, like, because of frenemies and going through all that, she thinks that Ethan has changed in a way that he wouldn't be making the same jokes about women's appearances as he used to yeah no instead he instead he does it uh only to keemstar yeah I, I but they they have a they're basically like mortal fucking enemies at this point i don't know why i don't know how it okay. started i don't like i mean keemstar's a piece of shit anyway but <laughs> i don't like keemstar but i want to take like a stance that's so keemstar's side like he'll let me like so let me, like, weaponize against H3 and promote it, some shit like that. Like, I want to just go clout chase there, genuinely. Mm, All I care about um, is clout. I'm kidding. Continue. But in... Out of the 39 episodes that Frenemies had, there was technically a 40th episode, which is the one that they recorded right at the end that was never released. So, out of 40 episodes, on three occasions, Trisha had stormed off the set. Including the very last one that ended Frenemies. Um, uh. And, honestly, like, Frenemies was a very successful podcast. It was, like, it was probably number one podcast to have been created. It actually was number one. Without Joe Rogan experience everything. It was an okay. immensely popular and show. I think they did a lot of good in terms of like Trisha bringing mental illness into the light and kind of destigmatizing mental illness as a whole. I think they did. Mm, no. I disagree. No. I disagree completely because within the same episodes they would talk about people's mental health, right? It'd be, oh my god, Gammy mm -hmm. Hanna, biggest mental breakdown award. No. Yeah, but with Gabby Hanna you can't tell. Like most of the time like half the time it's like Gabby Hanna is perpetuating this mental illness state to gain views. 
And then the other half is like, oh shit, she's actually having a mental breakdown. But it's kind of like the boy who cried wolf situation with Gabby Hanna, I, I believe. Because, like, she'll turn around and do all this crazy shit on the internet, and then she'll go to her fucking Patreon and tell her fans, like, oh my god, the internet is so stupid, they all think I'm having a mental breakdown, I'm about to post, like, my next music video bullshit. No, I agree. I think there is an element of that there, but at the same time, I think it was disgusting the way that they did it, because, I mean... Number one, Gabby Hanna is not deserving of the best, the greatest mental breakdown award. That would have to go to Trisha Paytas herself. For every video, she responds to H3 being her crying no. in her bedroom. Oh, who you know what I think? Crying eating. Crying eating. Glitter Forever 17. No, hold up, hold up, hold up. I can beat you. Jesse Slaughter. I don't know who that is. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'll show you it. You will recognize it. But anyway, um, I'll continue with this stuff then. So, Trisha and the whole Frenemies H3 podcast ended um, with a lot of kind of misinformation, I believe. Um... The very last episode of Frenemies was never aired, and supposedly that episode had Ethan taking a bit of accountability. This person from the You Done Google. Oh. Hold up, let me turn the volume. And I know who it's coming from because I've back traced it. And I know You're, are you familiar with that? Actually, the origin of it is very dark. But no, I've, n- I've never seen that. So that was the first person who came out with allegations against Davi Vanity back in, like, 2010. Oh! Uh, wow! These allegations against Davi Vanity, right? And they used that clip in a song. There's a Blood on the Dance Floor song called You Done Goof, and it has that exact rant in there. Wow. That's pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. And Davi Vanity's like calling her a liar and stuff in the song. We should we should probably go into that whole thing in future podcasts, like, the whole Davi Vanity I'm, or a I'm video gonna, at least. I'm gonna make an announcement, sort of. Um, so for the month of October, right? We're gonna be diving into some darker topics. We've already decided our first one, which is going to be Marina Joyce, but we'll be diving into probably people like Onision. Uh, Davi Vanity, that kind of stuff, in the month of October. Uh, The more darker, uh, crazier, creepier internet. Katie, yup. And Marina Joyce, I think they can go into October as well. Because they're pretty dark. Yeah, we'll we'll be talking about some more darker stories in October as our main story. Um, and then we will dive into, obviously, our little news drama segment. Hopefully there'll be some news and drama by then. But continuing on with the Trisha Paytas stuff, since it's, like, the only thing happening. Yeah. Um, so yeah, after Frenemy's shit, Trisha joined Keemstar and Faye's on Mum's Basement podcast after leaving Frenemies. And... Trisha believes that, like, she wasn't going on the podcast to kind of spite Ethan or shit like that. She had her own grievances with Keem and FaZe. 
like the same grievances she originally had with Ethan when she first went on his podcast too, where Ethan was like calling her this, that, and the other. Obviously, Keemstar, I believe, has also called Trisha many names based on her weight and appearance. But Trisha's main grievance was that he was dating a 20-year-old. Uh, I don't know what thing he had with um, FaZe, but... Uh, no, so with FaZe, let me explain that. I'm a huge Banks fan. Basically what happened is she, um, she and Ethan accused Banks of sexual assault on Frenemies, right? And then mm-hmm. 20 minutes later said, oh, I guess he didn't do it. But he probably did something else, though. Um, so... Okay. Since then, but Ethan's not going to take down that episode. Nope. Uh, but so, since then, she'd been trying to find something on him, right? Something that they could use against him. And she couldn't find anything, so she made up accusations against him and Mike Malak, who uh, is one of him, uh, one of Banks's and Logan Paul's friends. And that led to... Uh, Banks going off on her in a Hollywood Fix interview. She apologized to him for it. Um, so they were all good when the whole thing came on. Oh, uh, hello, Mulberry. Banks was basically just siding with Akeem, so her grievances were that she thinks Banks was siding with the, like, the wrong people, um, which I don't know where she stands on that now since the interview with her was only 30 minutes. Hmm. But yeah, Trisha was not going on Mom's Basement because she was friends with Keem or Faze. She actually had beef with both of them, like she did with Ethan. But the photo Keem posted with him, Trisha and Faze, with not only Keemstar flipping off the fucking camera, but also with Trisha wearing the Frenemies merch, is kind of where I think that got to Ethan the most. Like, obviously Keemstar was doing it to piss Ethan off. 100% 100% was doing it to piss Ethan off. But I think Trisha wearing the Frenemies hoodie is kind of where everyone thought Trisha was going against Frenemies. And obviously, like, Trisha's state of mind going on to Mom's Basement podcast is the same as her mindset when she went on Gabby Hanna's podcast. Her and Gabby Hanna are almost similar, if not the same, as Ethan and Keemstar, in my opinion. I like, their beef. I gone on to talk to Gabby Hanna. That was such a bad podcast. No, it, like, it was a bad podcast, but I think Trisha's kind of idealistic mindset was that she... She wanted to air out any grievances that they had because she was just sick and tired of it. And so it's kind of like if Ethan were to go on Mom's Basement or if Keemstar was to go on a H3 podcast. What if that's the new frenemies? I, okay. I would Ethan love and an, I would love and hate that. That would be interesting because like Can you imagine how fucking chaotic and disproportionate like holy crap, that'd be amazing. Hold up, hold up, hold up. What is up, Frenemies Alert Nation? I'm your host, Killer Keemstar, and let's get right into the fucking podcast. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, 
God, thank I'm being insane. Keem's and H3's drama is so stupid. It really is. It is! Um... But also, like... Keemstar made a video then soon after, basically because he thought he had literally won. Frenemies was in shambles. Fucking Ethan's family was falling apart with Trisha dragging Moses one way and they're all going the other way and they're basically all fighting and bickering this, that, and the other. Keem believes he's won. And Keem made a video, um, I think the same week that Ethan was banned off YouTube. That, that's where this shit went from a 1 to a 100. <clears throat> um, but what happened with the, the posts is that both Ethan's mum and dad, so Donna and Gary, both messaged, like, when Ethan posted, reposted the tweet of the photo, he's like, I'm not even going to front or be funny. This just really makes me sad. And then under that, both his dad and his mum both tweeted, which I think wasn't even necessary. I don't think they should have posted at all. Sure, Ethan, because it's Ethan against Keemstar, basically. But to have Gary and Donna message underneath. So Gary messaged or was, um, commented underneath, in case anyone thought she had any self-respect left, please see above photo. And then didn't Donna comment on the... Donna said, um, can't wait to go to her wedding, not. I don't think those comments were necessary. And even in when frenemies turned into families, both mm -hmm. Donna and Gary were continuously talking about Trisha. They were, they were nitpicking about like her weight and her appearance and comparing her to Gabby Hanna. So this, so this right here, this is why I was saying I don't think he actually gives a fuck about the mental health stuff, right? So mm. he, both he and his parents and his like whole staff of the like other H3 shows like off the rails and they're, they all endlessly shit on like Keemstar, on Banks, on tons of people about mental health. They continuously shit on them for not doing well or whatever. Um, there was a uh, one joke, right? Um, where they where uh, like they started like using photoshopped photos of Keem, right? Um, mm. and stuff, which was weird. And then they started saying something about like a Trisha Paytas crushes team star under her or something like shit like that. It's like they clearly don't give a fuck about that stuff. They just want to be performative in front of the cameras. For it. It's like oh, yeah. I care so much about how you feel. I mean, I think all of, I think a lot of people in commentary do to some extent. Like I guarantee you, half the people don't actually give a fuck if you care about their opinion or not or whatever. But when it comes to like things like what H3 did, it's so disingenuous because he endlessly targets other people for not caring, for not agreeing with him, and he does the most hypocritical, uh, awful... Anyway. Yeah, um... I feel like Ethan probably took Trisha going on Keemstar's podcast a lot more personally than Trisha had intended. Because what Trisha stated is that 
she's just doing what she's always done, as in she had grievances with Ethan. She went on Ethan's podcast. She had grievances with Gabby. She went on Gabby's podcast. She's had grievances with um, Keemstar and FaZe. She's gone on their podcast. She had grievances with Tanner way back when they were all part of the Blood Squad. She went on Tanner's podcast. Like, this is just legit what she does. This is just her state of mind being like, okay, we have an argument. We have a disagreement. I don't necessarily like this person, but despite that, I'm willing to have a conversation and kind of um, discuss or chat it out or try and air the grievances out. Um, whereas... For Ethan, because Ethan utterly hates Keemstar. Like, we're the fiery burning passions of a thousand hells. He hates Keemstar. And I think it was more personal for them because they did have the Frenemies podcast. They were getting close. Trisha was becoming part of the family by getting with Moses. Like, for all intents and purposes, she is part of the family now. Her and Moses are getting married. And I think they had accepted her into the family and because she went and did this, to them it's like the ultimate betrayal because of their own issues with the person that she went with. At the same but time, I though, think they, they completely ignored all context outside of the photo because, like, okay, I love mm. I love. They were talking about all this before the podcast was even released. I love Keemstar and Banks' podcast. I love Banks. I'm I would probably be or if I were to ever talk to him. Um, Bullshit. I, have no, I, have no, I don't agree with him politically, but I guarantee you that I wouldn't hate him because um, he seems like a decent person from what I've seen from like his interactions with Gabby Hanna, his interaction with uh, Etika behind the scenes, all that kind of thing. He seems to be I think he, he fronts... He fronts a particular personality for the views, I reckon. Yeah, that's... He I is, know, he he is after, one of the ultimate trolls. He said this on Mom's Basement. Okay. He is the villain of YouTube, uh, but the good guy behind this, right? Um, <clears throat> so I can't... So I... Regardless of my personal opinion on King, right? From what I've seen of this whole situation, right? Um, in the podcast with Trisha Paytas, right? They were talking, they were discussing things, and Trisha, at the beginning, said, I'm way more Ethan's side. And then she said, listen, you made some good points, but I'm still more pro-Ethan than I am pro-Keen. She made it very clear mm -hmm. that her alliances, beliefs, all that stuff was with Ethan, regardless yep. of their drama. Ethan took all exactly. context away because he wants to fit a narrative where he can be the victim, where he can be the good guy, and Trisha's the bad guy. That way he doesn't have to accept responsibility. Another thing about the ending of Frenemies, right? It ended multiple mm -hmm. times before. Well, ended multiple times, right? Yep. Who, whose fault was it when it ended the other time? Trisha's. Whose fault was it the final time it ended? Ethan. And that's where that... That's where that final episode, episode 40, which was never aired is because, like, all this shit went down on episode 39 where Trisha storms out. There's all this misconception about her wanting to literally fire all of Ethan's cast and all this, that, and the other. And then episode 40 was recorded 
and Ethan tried to stop the episode from being recorded. He tried to stop it because he was like, oh yeah, the whole cast doesn't like you and like, it'd be best if we just have a break and then come back. But Trisha really wanted to do the episode. They sat down, they recorded the episode and mm-hmm. apparently in um, from Trisha's perspective, she says that Ethan had actually accepted part of the blame for why Frenemies has ended. Mm-hmm. But the episode was never released. Now, okay. Ethan so, purposely stopped the episode from being released to release this kind of information. So, okay, from a source that I've heard shit about, right? Um, basically, mm-hmm. what, what this guy was telling me is that the episode, Ethan admitted what he did wrong, admitted that he lied and stuff, then realized that takes away his perception of being the good guy of the situation. Exactly. Unstable, horrible person, so he didn't air it, which fits with what Trisha said. And I will say, the person who I was told this from is really trustworthy. Uh, but I mean, it, it wouldn't shock me because Ethan does everything he can to save his own fucking ass. I mean, he, he also to save his mother's, but so he had Team Star on. This is how their whole beef started. You're familiar with this black cat, we've talked about this. Before. He had Keemstar on a podcast. It was one of the first episodes Keem was like their biggest guest at, at that point. And they go to interview him. It goes really well. They went to lunch after. They hang out together. All that shit, right? And mm-hmm. supposedly, supposedly, what goes wrong is uh, Ethan starts getting backlash because obviously Keemstar's controversial. Keemstar is a very liked creator. And this leads to Ethan posting something like, we don't like him either, we hate him. He's such a bad person, under the comments of the video, uh, after having like what Keemstar described as a really fun time together and they enjoyed each other's company or whatever. And supposedly that caused Keem to think Ethan was a snake and not like him that much. But then what really led to the beef, um, what led to the like really negative shit, was a video that Ethan dropped called Content Nuke, right? Um, here, hold up. Let me pull this up. Um, Alright, so this top video right here, Content Nuke Keemstar. This is the video that Ethan made on Keem, right? And okay. this video was supposedly like the ultimate cancellation of Keem or whatever, um, but what Ethan did is he took it a step further than, uh, just going at, like, the creator, right? He decided, okay, going at, uh, Keem isn't enough, I need to go at his sponsors. Uh, which caused Keem to get dropped by G Fuel and a couple other people, right? So Keem fires back, uh, with the help of a guy named, uh, not Gokunaru, is it? Was it Gokunaru? No clue. I think it was, I think it was Gokunaru, uh, who who he dropped a video with called We're Content Killer. Getting Black Cat is becoming an alcoholic at nine in the morning. Um, so Ethan um gets a video dropped on him by Gokunaru and uh, 
uh, Keemstar called Content Killer, which is like a criticism of all the shady things he's done, the hypocritical ways in which he acts and everything. And this causes Ethan to fire back with another video and another video and another video, um, which and then never leads Keemstar to make a response to it because um, one of the things that uh, H3 blames Keem for is the suicide of Etika. Um, trigger warning for anyone watching, we're going to very briefly discuss suicide um, and mental illness. Uh, if you want to click off for like five minutes, you can. Uh, if not, you're good. Just stay here. It'll be over quick. So, I, I assume you guys don't know who Etika is. No. Do you, Black Cat? Um, as far as I know, he was a gamer. Okay. Is that all you know? I think she froze. Alright, well, um, so I'll just go over it, right? So, Etika, or Desmond Daniel Athmore, uh... Was born. He was born on uh, May nineteenth, uh, uh, nineteen ninety nine, nineteen ninety. Sorry, um, and he died okay. uh, June nineteenth of twenty nineteen. Um, he was a uh, huge Nintendo fan. He did a lot of streams on YouTube. He has some famous clips of like him overreacting to a Smash Bros. character. Um, there's a clip of him exploring the dark web. All that kind of shit. Uh, so he was like a variety streamer. Um, yeah, he played Smash. Uh, he was one of my favorite content creators. Um, he started going through this massive, massive public mental health episode, right? Uh, he claimed to be God. Um, he started really? saying that he was invincible. He then claimed that he was the Antichrist and he was going to destroy the world. Um, he had a breakdown in which he started throwing things at police officers, um, he was institutionalized and kept getting released because he said that he was faking it, right? Um, and so Keemstar has him on after the clips come out of him saying he's faking it for attention and clout, right? And Keemstar mm -hmm. sort of takes the piss out of him. Um, in an interview, he's like... You're serious, you're the devil, you're stupid, that kind of shit. Um, this leads to um, a situation where Etika storms off. Apparently, Keem fixes it behind the scenes, is trying to help the guy because he no longer believes it's fake. He takes the video down um, on, it was June 17th, because Etika uploads a video called Goodbye. Um, in which he's walking around New York, and he uploads it, no thumbnail, that kind of shit, right? Um, mm. This then leads to the police looking for him, um, and eventually, two days later, a body is found floating in the river, uh, which was later confirmed to be Etika. Um This situation uh, ended very tragically with a young man taking his Ethan, um, in, since it's happened, has weaponized that against Keem, saying that Keemstar is responsible for the suicide of Etika. Um, now, obviously, I'm going to say this. 
I think what Keemstar right, did was disgusting. I think Keemstar's uh, stances on Etika's mental health, some of the things that he said, and the way that he responded to Etika's breakdowns are horrific. They should never have happened, and he should never have done that. But, at the same time, the weaponization of Etika's death by H is really, really tragic. Because uh, H3 is refusing to take into the consideration that um, Etika was having a manic episode, that he was breaking down, that he'd allegedly been suicidal for years, and shifts the whole blame onto Keem. Well, this causes within the whole drama, where Etika's family has to come out saying they don't think responsible, uh, which then leads to H3 mm. telling uh, his viewers something along the lines of, his family doesn't know what Keemstar did, right? Um, which caused That sounds similar to the Bianca stuff with Gabby. Um, so this leads now to Etika's family being harassed by the H3H3's fans, um, saying that uh, Keemstar killed their son, right? Um, the whole family goes offline, and now, um, Ethan's continuing to weaponize, right? Uh, because it's a, it's pretty powerful to weaponize a death against him. Like, you can't disagree. If there's something that you could blame someone for, that's one of the most serious things. Um... So, yeah, that's sort of like the whole Etika situation and the weaponization against Keemstar of that, which led to a mm. lot of the escalation of the beat between Keem and H3, um, which I think is why uh, H3 and Keem have such hatred for each other. But anyway, back to the uh, Trisha Paytas situation before we move on to the new stuff with Moses. <laughs> and then to our moment of silence and uh, thing for Basher. Honestly, I think that the text message that Donna had sent Trisha, well, sent Moses and Trisha was absolutely disgusting. And as to not get as much backlash for it, Donna released the text. Well, she didn't release it. She didn't send a screenshot. She read it out, which I have a feeling she read it out a lot less severe as what she had texted it. And apparently even Ethan had read the text message as it was sent and was like, that's fucked up, and admits it on one of the f family podcasts. And as soon after that Donna releases that information of what she sent to Moses, they ended Frenemies because Ethan didn't want his parents to get backlash or hate on the internet. Uh, keep in mind, uh, so the comment, do you want me to read, uh, well, tell you what I was told was? Uh, yeah, sure. So, on the Mom's Basement podcast, basically, Trisha said that, uh, the comment that she, she received from Ethan's mother, or that Moses received, was, if you and Trisha don't stop, you're responsible for Hila's baby potentially dying on, uh, birth thing, right? Like, dying while giving mm -hmm. birth. Is that what you were, like, in of was talked about to you yeah 
yeah, Donna read out her message being like, um, if you don't stop this nonsense and stress um, with, um, with healer, like, whatever happens, you will be hold, uh, held responsible. That's what she said. But how I think the text message would have been is like, if you guys don't stop, if you guys don't do this, that, or the other, if you keep doing this, that, or the other, and you kill, like, you will be responsible for the death of Healer's child, unborn child. Like, what, who in their right mind would have ever sent a message like that? I mean, it, like, I understand, like, the anger and stuff of, like, yeah, Healer's being stressed, but Healer could easily just log offline. Healer can choose to not read comments, not listen to the conversation, like, and also, it would be on the rest of the family who surround Healer to choose not to talk about it or talk about what's going on online in front of her. On top of that, Gila isn't active that much on social media either, so, mm. I mean, really most of it was probably coming from Ethan and the family. So If, if Trisha and Moses are responsible for Gila's miscarriage, Ethan, Donna, and Gary would all be equally as responsible. I would say equally, if not more, because... They're adding stress to a to a mother's uh, <laughs> life. It's Mulberry wants there. more first world problems. Uh, well, unfortunately, <laughs> um, we've got to just continue the drama because this has already been going on almost an hour and a half. Uh, and we usually our podcasts are about three hours or an hour and a half. To well, the chats are about three hours. Um, uh, anyway, after, after all this stuff, after Trisha going on Keemstar's podcast, that's when Trisha started getting a lot of hate. And that was because of the misinformation and, um, kind of diverted narrative that Ethan was portraying of Trisha from the photo. And so, like... Um, after that, Trisha made, like, 20 TikToks, um, where she pulled up valid points in defense. Um, one of the points was podcasts are discussions. It started with Trish going on Keem's video, um, going on Gabby's podcast, and originally going on Ethan's podcast, and this, that, and the other. Um... Read that already. Uh, let's just dive to the most recent because this is this is the most relevant shit, and that way we can dive into the other. Well, yeah. the The last bit is that um, Ethan took down episode seventeen of Frenemies because he believes that Trisha um, potentially lied about a certain teacher sexually assaulting her. Uh, trigger warning for this part of the podcast, uh, sexual assault um, against a minor and 
the R word, uh, not the uh, not the slur, but the four letter word. So uh, click off now if you don't want to hear about it. Anyway, we're gonna dive in. Um, so Trisha Paytas on the Frenemies podcast makes allegations against her. I think it was middle school teacher. Was it a middle yeah. school teacher, right? I think she said she was like 14 or 15 at the time, so whatever year that'd be in. Oh, if it was 13. Teenage, underage, basically, a minor. Um, still uh, a minor in school. Uh, she makes allegations that this teacher sexually assaulted slash raped her um, and coerced her into sex before she was of age. Uh, she says at the time she didn't find anything wrong with it. She thought it was flexed it. Later she's realized how abusive it was. Um, and she makes allegations against this teacher publicly. Um, now and she states the teacher by name. And says, uh, so this is where uh, Ethan attacks her. She said that the teacher was arrested as well as several other things that were false. However, um, People have since come out to collaborate her story, saying, yes, the teacher did these kind of things. I was also a victim. He never was charged for this, but he got fired for this, since it was past mm -hmm. statute of limitations, um, and goes to discuss uh, the intricacies of the case in greater detail than we could ever do on this podcast. Uh, I will probably, mm -hmm. uh, on my Twitter, uh, no, not on Twitter, I'm locked from posting. Um, You're locked. <laughs> On my... That's our problems. Yeah, that's a first world problem. Um, DD's banned from Twitter. <laughs> I'm suspended right now. For trying to fight everyone. I'm trying to fight Ben Askren. Come on, Ben Askren. Box me. Someone clip that so that I can post that to YouTube. Um, then they get banned from YouTube. Okay. Um, <laughs> so... Trisha Paytas, essentially, uh, her story ha is backed up a little bit, right? Um, this then leads to a situation in which uh, H3 is now sort of... H3's removed it, saying that the stuff was false, that he needs clarification from Trisha. Trisha clarified to him, and supposedly other people clarified to Ethan as well the intricacy case. H3 still hasn't put the podcast back up. I reckon Trisha truly believed that the person that she was talking about was the same person that got arrested for um, having child pornography on their laptop or whatever, and literally, like, told everyone, go look it up, go look it up, you can see it online, like, there is, like, full-on police documents about it. And I think she truly did believe, like, she wouldn't have sent people to go and look for wrong information. No, because even when Trisha, like, even when Trisha lies, right, she's very smart about mm. it to where it's hard to call her out for lying. Exactly. So she wouldn't have sent people to go and literally look up the proof if she thought that it was, if she knew she, that she was lying about it. I think she just got a different teacher who she had heard about or maybe who had also done something to her mixed up with the one that she was talking about. Because if you if you look up the teacher she's talking about, it has that he has passed away. 
and then directly under it there is a different teacher with what she was talking about getting arrested for having child pornography yeah so it was either a lack of diligence or they shared the same name something along the line uh, which but hold up i gotta say this just for my own sake <laughs> Trisha, you should have looked into the article on the beyond a little bit of the surface stuff do i I, I mean, I think it's important not to, like, falsely accuse people of things, but I I do think that uh, she should have researched it a little bit more. I, well, falsely accused, she said he was arrested. He wasn't. She said it was for child porn. That's not true. Um, but someone else was arrested for yeah, child no, porn. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying that that person wasn't arrested or anything. I'm just saying, like, she should have done her due diligence a little bit more and looked into it. But if you... If you had gone through such a childhood traumatic experience, would you no. actively search up the information, no, though? which is why I can't fault her for doing it, but I can fault the actions. Uh, I can fault that they were taken, especially from such a massive public figure. Uh, but, of mm. course, I don't think that she did anything necessarily awful. I mean, both of the people were monsters and shit, um, and should never have been allowed near And this... This is where Trisha's cup, like, this is where um, everything blew up on Twitter last last week as we were doing the podcast. Trisha ended up making a bunch of videos literally having a full-on panic breakdown on, on TikTok, or was it on Twitter? Twitter. Twitter. Um, literally begging Ethan and Hila to stop. And she had actually posted pictures of the H3 subreddit where the H3 fans decided, you know what, we're going to call Trisha a liar. We're going to force her to apologize to this um, man who is now deceased and his family. Uh, and they were and, talking about doxing uh, and attacking uh, her and her sponsors. Exactly. And I think that's fucking ridiculous. But... It ties in with how Ethan wanted to attack Keemstar sponsors. The same exact way, too. Literally harass them until they give in. Exactly. So, that's why Trisha went to Ethan asking him to stop, asking him to stop his followers, his fans, because he has sent his fans after people in the exact same way. Not only has he sent them, but, so there's been several times in which he's implied that someone deserves to, like, have their platform taken. So what he does, talks about them in a certain manner, gets his fans mad. Then when this post, like, here's their information, here's their sponsors, harass them until they're dropped, until they can't make money here, mm -hmm. here, and here. Uh, he basically's like, okay, I don't see anything wrong with this. This post's allowed. Oop, this post can... And apparently he's pinned them before, claimed that they were one of his moderators pinning them, that kind of stuff. I hate it. That's where, that's where Trisha is having her breakdown. Also, the fact that everyone's coming to her being like, you need to apologize to your abuser for a traumatic childhood experience. Uh, which yeah. is bringing... Which is making her basically relive the experience 
and would also make her second guess and have to really try and concentrate and remember the details of her traumatic experience because everyone's coming out saying she's a liar. Yeah, it's this really fucked up situation where no matter what she does, she's going to get attacked for. <laughs> Lily, everyone wants you off the podcast. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, ignore my body, bye. No, Lily stays on the podcast. Um, we'll hopefully have a topic that she knows more about next week. Uh, there wasn't much this week didn't have shit to last minute so uh we apologize no. for the show um anyway i guess let's move on to the other thing uh the other big story um moses i, I think honestly we should save the moses stuff until next week just because I want okay fair enough i want there to be something more i want there to be something that we can like look at for evidence and determine because right now the Moses stuff is yeah. just allegations. It's not been proof for really anything. The screenshots that have been shown have been very selectively shown. Um, so next week we'll open with the Moses. This is true. Um, all right, perfect. No problem. I could do more research then. Uh, and we'll have all of us well like legit by then. tons of fucking research. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about a YouTuber who passed away. Basher. Um, oh dear. So, Lily, did you do a little bit of research into this guy? I didn't have time for anything. Okay. So, I'm, as we're going on, I'm 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 reading as we're going through everything. <laughs> um. Okay. So, Basher if you see me looking back, I'm just reading. Okay. Brandon Basher vs. Asher, better known online now as Toasty, was a Minecraft YouTuber who disappeared from the internet a couple of years ago. After his video addressing and explaining his criminal felony for under unlawful transactions with a minor. Um, Basher uh, passed away uh, very, very recently from COVID-19. It's not clear if it was a strong case of it or if he vaccinated and passed away from that. Um, but he passed away. So... This has led to a situation um, in which people are either mourning his loss or attacking him and his family um, for the things that he I want to state two things, right? So, Basherverse is not a good person. He did some very horrible things with minors and took advantage of his family. He was young, he was stupid, he shouldn't have done those things. But he has since apologized and tried very hard to make up. Do I think he ever made up for them? Do I think you can ever make up for those things? No, but he didn't do anything physically. Most of the stuff was just uh, online. Um, I think he bought something that had CP in it unknowingly once, and then there was another allegation he bought something uh for someone underage uh that was in exchange for something he did a lot of very bad things i'm not going to defend um the so basherverse uh is quite a controversial figure however um what really started to uh i guess begin his unraveling originally 
was a series of drama alerts done by Keemstar, our best friend Keem, um, in which he called Bashiravers a pedophile, said he uh, was a groomer, and relentlessly went at him. This was in some of the first drama alerts back in 2015, 2014, 2014, 2015, and I think early 2016 was like the prime time in which Bashiravers had relevance. He had this very famous mental breakdown. Um, which you might have, you might know this image. Mm. Uh, he had a breakdown in a Power Rangers thing. He confessed to several things, said he was going to seek help. He uh, pled guilty in court, um, went to jail, got banned from the internet for a little bit, um, like by the police, um, and then went forward. Uh, he also was dating someone at the time. Uh, what's What the fuck was her name? Hold up. Um, I'm trying to remember her name. Um, there was a girl he dated. She's a Minecraft YouTuber. I can't remember her name. What is it? Uh, if anyone in the chat is familiar with Basher versus a girlfriend uh, that he was with, please tell me. I'm trying to remember what the fuck her name was. Hmm. She was so okay. popular. I can't I can't for the life of me remember it. Um but she was underage at the time. Uh he was an adult and allegedly she was 17 and had lied about her age according to him. Um she says that he knew about the age. She was comfortable with it. He was comfortable with it. Um and they dated, right? Um Keemstar then attacked Basher versus Clara. Clara Baby Legs. That's her that's who it was. That's who it was. Um so yeah, uh Clara and him had controversy and after months and months and months of controversy uh on April 24th of 2017, he uh deletes the channel that he had. Basher versus deletes all his videos and moves forward. Um, after three years, he returns uh, to Twitter and YouTube under the account named Toasty Time. Um, he'd returned to uh, making Minecraft videos, um, all that kind of shit. Uh, he was then in February of 2020, shortly after his return, hospitalized uh, for a suicide attempt, uh, sparking support from Keemstar and a lot of other people for him to get better. Um, he apologizes for his actions um, and then moves to Australia. Um, yeah, he, live, he lives in Australia, end of 2020, right? Uh, he I mean, to, so does Cinnamon Coast 10. Toast can now. He wants to create a studio for people. Um, he's becoming this massively, massively uh, influential, positive role model within the Minecraft community. He's starting to move past uh, the shit that he did before that was bad, in my opinion. I think he's a piece of doing. Was he doing Minecraft before he rebranded? Yes. Yeah, he has done he Minecraft. He started doing Minecraft time. afterwards. And he... Yes. He was a oh. Team Crafted member, actually, like with Sky Does Minecraft. And all that. Yeah, Sky Does Minecraft, yeah. Oh! Like, he was an original Minecraft YouTuber. 
one of the first childhood dude same same okay um but so basher um goes through all this controversy and is finally becoming like a notable positive figure um he begins to uh start to support a lot of smaller creators he starts uh building people careers he supposedly helped with a lot of the like resurgence of minecraft content in like uh, at least he made a positive change yeah he became a super positive figure and really tried to make up for his actions because he admitted that he was wrong for them um even actions in which uh, other people like the supposed victim said he was fine and he apologized for and said he was wrong um and he's really mm. done a lot to take responsibility so it came out uh tuesday that he had passed away sat uh sunday night um from covid19 in the hospital mm. um both him and i believe one of his friends had passed away from it um and wow. a lot of twitter went in a lot of older Minecraft community, a lot of the commentary, a lot of people really started pouring out their love and support for this. Can you imagine if Mojang made something to commemorate him? I think it would be because so this is where the stuff comes in, right? So H3's mm. audience begins to say Oh, look at Keem, he's supporting a pedophile, that kind of shit. Um, to which Keem replies, I never said Basher was a good person. Any death is sad. Shouldn't forget what he did, but let's allow the family time to grieve before we talk about it. Um, to which Ethan See, at least Keem is, like, having a good, good go at that. Like, out of everything that I've seen from Keemstar, that is probably the most moral thing that he's done thus far. I mean, there's a few other things that he's done that have been public that I think are pretty good. Um, I really liked his, uh, the whole thing about, like, how creators who want to talk about morality need to be they need to care about their audience, stop, like, clout chasing and milking them. I think he's been on the right side of a few things. I think he was very pro-creator in the apocalypse. Very weird because he like straight up attacked YouTube for taking monetization smaller creators that the bigger creators suffer through. Small channels that are monetized can't uh, survive without their money. Um, yeah. He said that they should push ads to them instead so that they can continue their careers become bigger. Like, Keem has done a lot of good things that I think are okay. Um, but so Ethan then takes the tweet in which Keemstar says Basherverse did bad things and we shouldn't get them, right? And says, look how hypocritical he is. He's a liar. Which then triggers this huge, like, fight over, like, the whole H3 more, I guess, politically correct side of Twitter. Um, attacking Basher, calling him a pedophile, all that stuff. To the other side was of Twitter being, he was like eighteen. It's like nineteen. This stuff happened. From what I'm looking, from what I'm looking, there were gossips that he was twenty and the girl was thirteen. But from oh, his yeah, um, thirteen year touch. Yeah, the thirteen year old. It's actually eighteen. He was like eighteen, 
turning 19 and she is 15 turning 16. Yeah, and on top of that, um... Say that to me, like... She also as much supposedly as... lied about her age as well, but that was never confirmed. Yeah. As much as, yeah, okay, he is technically of legal age, 18 turning 19, and yes, sure, she is underage, 15 turning 16, but she said she was 17, probably turning 18, so he thought it was fine. And also, uh, depending on... Even age- then, like, the age gap itself isn't bad. It's so- just the legalities around um, having a sexual relationship. Yeah, Apparently, that's... at the time, her um, what's her name, Clara, was doing like content that were like yeah, Clara was basically like, more softcore plus porn. and everything. Clara yeah, so there you go. Porn on he, he, any... was, he was forming that that she didn't really inform her age properly. If anything, like, she, she, she was misled. coercing him into the relationship. Is what I'm getting from that. Yeah, mm-hmm. she she very much so was. Um. So that's what actually Ethan's fan base started really using, right? Um, and they started like attacking uh, Basher's uh, girlfriend at the time of his passing, um, which is now leading to this situation of the internet arguing over whether or not Basher had a thought. I'd say no. Personally, I don't think so either. I think he did things that were bad. I don't think he did something horrific, and I think that. Ultimately, we should give the family time to grieve and mourn before we go attack and criticize and hate on the entire family for something he did when he was very young. Yeah. Just seems stupid. I agree. Um, okay, so let's move on to the real-world news segment and then round out the podcast, right? Perfect. Okay. I think so- I'm getting drunk. The first thing that we're going to talk about is the Gabby Petito case. Um, for those of you that are unaware, um, Gabby Petito is a 22-year-old who went missing in Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming. Uh, her fiancé, Brian Lottery, is labeled a person of interest. He has since gone missing, supposedly ran away to a nature preserve uh, to not be tracked by the police. Um, now, the biggest update is authorities have been uh, searching Grand Teton National Park and Yellowstone National Park, um, as well as Yosemite National Park, all the parks in the area, and supposedly they have found human remains, uh, which match up with a video that was shown to the police. Um, let me actually pull this up. It's in my likes, I believe. Um, but actually, no, I can't. I can't because it shows anything. This I'll just des- I'll describe the video. Yeah. Um. So there's a trucker, right? He's driving on this. Um, and they have like those dash cams that record everything. You see the van that they were in, uh, traveling through the national parks for what was supposed to be a four month vacation, parked with Bri- oh. uh, with Brian digging a hole on the side of the road. Well, so it's really not looking good. Uh, again, these have not been confirmed to be have not confer- been confirmed to be her. These have not been proven to be her. Um, but currently, there is a person missing. 
Wes, obviously, if you see her, if you see Brian, uh, let me actually show you a picture of her. Um, and a photo of Brian. Contact authorities in your local area. Um, so, hold up. If you see... If you see either one of these two, please report it to your local authorities and call the police immediately. Um... If you can hold them there, that would be good. If not, that's fine. On top of that, so boyfriend. But don't try to put yourself in danger. No, don't. If you see them, good. Don't go out looking. Um. So on top of that, uh, Brian has been missing for now two days. Um, presumed he uh fleeing. Uh, the family of Gabby has put this statement out. Uh, hold up. Let focus. Focus. He's focus. Hold up. Too much. Yeah. <laughs> no. La. Please focus. Chipotle. Office of Richard B. Stafford. There you go. Uh, okay. All right. So this. All is of Gabby something. All of Gabby's family want the world to know Brian is not missing. He is hiding. Gabby is missing. Um. So essentially, is Brian trying to make it seem like they're both missing? Uh, I think he's. I think what he's trying to do is by going into hiding. I think he's trying to avoid questioning because the FBI has now uh, labeled him as a person of interest, as well as the local department's investigation. Um, people doing dumber shit. Oh, no, doing illegal shit, but anyway. Now, hold up. Um, so, this map right here, you see it? Yep. Okay. This is a map of the National Park. Looks like a beach. This is a map, map of part of the National Park. This dot right here is where she was last seen. Yep. This dot right here mm -hmm. is where the body was recently recovered. Oh. So it really is. But they don't know if it's good. her yet, right? It's not been confirmed. Uh, the body was discovered an hour ago. They would just need to do a DNA test to really. Uh, DNA and teeth analysis because it could also yeah. technically have been a family member. But, uh, yeah, so. Uh, the. Hold up. 14 minutes ago. Hold up. There's a new article right here. Oh. Fourteen minutes ago, just so that you guys don't think I'm fibbing or anything. Um, will this focus? Yes, we can read that. There we go. Body found in Bridgerton, Ten Teton National Park, Park, National Forest in Wyoming. Yeah, Br Bridger Teton, uh, National Forest in Wyoming. Uh, the body is consistent with the description of Gabby Petito. Things are not looking good. However. Um, there is a lot of people that go missing in national parks, so I'm praying and really hoping that it isn't her because she's so young and I'd feel horrific for the family. I mean, they've been mm. for like two months hoping that she'll... Just any news in general of like younger people dying, especially by the hand, like on accident, yes, you feel bad. But then it's kind of like, there wasn't necessarily much that could have been done about it. But when it's a murder, 
that's when you really like that's when it really hits hard i think yeah <sighs> i'm really hoping that this isn't her um but so this sort of leads to another story um about the national mm. parks in america um oh i cool. sent you this actually like two weeks ago leads to a story that i i heard a week ago or actually this last week about that? a murder that happened here in australia okay we can talk about that next it's really fucking stupid but yeah go, go on about your national park and then i'll talk about the murder well, no this is probably right up your alley black cat so there was a family of four including a dog in the national parks walking um and they just vanish their bodies are found right they vanish for a few days the bodies are found the dad baby and dog are at the bottom of a trail all together collapse dead the mother is slightly further up the trail collapse dead so authorities initially think this is a drug overdose that was ruled out. Mm. And they think, oh, there's a mine nearby. Some sort of gas got into their system. That's ruled out. There's no damage. See, like, gas or, like, poisoning yeah, they if they ate something in the forest. They thought it was that. That's been ruled out. Pretty much everything that we could, like, assume has been ruled out. Not a lightning strike. Um, mm. There's no bullet holes. Nothing. The only other thing I can think of is there are some poisons that you can digest that will disappear after a couple of hours after being in the system after death. So someone could have murdered them. So this is or you're if they poisoned a water supply. You're going to want to hear this. This is where this gets crazy. So the husband, right? He's mm -hmm. a former Google employee who left to go work for Snapchat. He worked with how the search algorithm. Google murdered a family. <laughs> supposedly, oh. so supposedly, he was supposed to get sued for breaking his NDA with Google and leaking secrets to Snapchat. Alright. So now there's a bunch of conspiracy theories that Google no. murdered someone. Either Google murdered them. Or Snapchat murdered them because they were getting sued. No, the guy was going to get sued. Yeah, because the guy was going to get sued, then Snapchat would probably get sued in comparison if they used the information. Therefore, Snapchat killed the guy that fed them the information, tying up loose ends. Um, dun, dun, so, dun. <laughs> so actually... Well, um, hold up, let me pull this up, because this, so, so, I'm gonna just have this guy explain everything, right? I've, I've sent you this guy's TikToks before, um, it's that Aiden Mattis guy, the one who talks about, like, mythology and stuff. Google murdered someone in order to keep their secrets. Yes, Google, Google committed murder, you heard it here first, Google come kill us. Please. Please don't. <laughs> Google just murks you. As much as it may not seem like I have my life together drinking at uh, 9, 10 o'clock in the morning, um, I very much don't want to die. Right. Please. 
child and their dog just got a little bit weirder. This is the family that was found dead in the Sierra Nevadas and having completed autopsy. Looks like a budget Edward Cullen. Weapon or exposure to chemicals along the trail. So that means no gases killed them, which was one of the leading theories that a lot of people put in my comments was, oh, <laughs> with bad eyesight. Or H2S or some sort of other gas that was in the region, you know, coming out of a mine or something like that, and that's what killed them. But no, they're saying it wasn't natural exposure to any chemicals. And of course, when they were first found, there were no obvious causes of death. So it's not a lightning strike, no fall, no crush damage, no trauma. All that's left at this point is the toxicology report, which hasn't come back yet. And if the toxicology report doesn't show any kind of poison, then there is no scientific, normal, feasible cause of death for this family. So if anyone else is keeping up with this, you know, let me know in the comments. Let me know what you think, because I'm, I'm stumped. The case of the so, that mm. comes in. The toxicology report comes in. Shows that there was no drugs in there. So this is where this shit gets crazier, right? Mm. Hold up. Gonna focus? Gonna focus no. on a piece of shit? No. Alright, whatever. I'll be blurry the rest of the episode. Um so this guy, um this whole family is like dead, right? And the FBI, after like a month of this, gets involved, takes all the case files from the local police and says it's a federal matter now. Huh. Now, there's two things. Either the government's covering up a killing for Google, which, you're a conspiracy theorist, I'm sure that's what you believe. Or, this is the scarier thought, they really have no clue what happened. True. It's aliens. Or the Wendigo. Or feral people. There's a lot of conspiracy theories about the mm. national parks. See, the fact that there's no, there's no physical or biological reason for their death may, uh, like, it's, it's really difficult to determine how they died if there's literally no evidence of them dying. They're just dead. They just woke up dead. Yeah. I don't get it. That's... That frustrates me now, because I want to know how they died. <laughs> a lot of people do. Um, so this is going to go to Black Cat now, where she talks about an Australian murder. Go ahead. It's really stupid, but it's a thing that happened. Um, so about an hour away from me, further down the mountain, there's an area called Mount Druitt that is known as being like the druggy area of where I live. Um, and so this kid, this boy, who is probably between 14 and 17 years old, was murdered, was beaten to death by two females because they lived in different postcodes. What? These two girls literally tried to start a postcode war. Like, as if they were freaking, like, bikey gangs or some shit. 
And these two girls, like, coerce this boy into their home and beat him to death. What the hell do you guys do in Australia for fun? I don't know. This is, like, a drug-fucked portion of the main vicinity of where I live, right? And, yeah, so these, these girls killed this teenage boy because he lived in a different postcode to them. Well, Black Cat, Obviously, they're in jail. Black Cat, you live in a different country. But death time. it's fucking stupid. Like, it's, it's so stupid, stupid to me. Is it not normal? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Black Cat, you want to know this? a news story I heard from Australia? What? Alright, so I listen to the Misfits podcast. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I'm a huge Misfits fan. I love Fit Swagger Souls. Um, I'm listening to this podcast, and they go over a news story in which a man dresses up as a cop to go rob a bunch of drug dealers. Um, doesn't find any drugs. Cops actually do take, um... Cops actually, the corrupt cops actually do take evidence from the lockers of drugs and stuff and actually use them. Yeah, no, this is like a guy who disguised himself as a cop. He isn't a cop. He's some heroin no. addict, right? Well then, he broke, well, then he broke the law from impersonating an officer. Yes. And then he also broke the law by uh, having drugs on him. Now he breaks the law again by, after not finding much heroin in their house, beating one of them... Uh, close to death to try to find out where they're hiding the drugs. And then... Well, I haven't heard that. So that. So these two guys, the guys who he robs, were um, drug dealers, right? So they don't mm. call the cops. So the cops come, because their neighbors call the police, and they thought they'd already been there, and don't open the door because a guy dressed as a police officer just beat one of them really horribly. <laughs> wow. I'll have to find this article and send it I'm to sorry, you. I'm sorry, but it's if, pretty, that's if pretty he, funny. If he did it properly, it, it's kind of cool that he got that kind of... If he, he, he got away with it, it's kind of funny. He was arrested. It's funny. If he got away with it. No, he oh, got arrested. He didn't get away, he got away with it. It would have been funnier if he did, but still. Mm. Oh my god. Um. So. Wow. Um. Here we go. Here's another really good uh, thing. Uh, this is a great story, right? Um. Mm. So, a black community in South Carolina has been pushed out of their homes to build a freeway. After the Biden's administ the Biden administration's refusal to stop the project, do they give them a new home at least, a new place no, to stay? They just have to go because I know like they like in, like did in they China, evict them because they were renting, or did they pay them out to purchase their land to put yeah. the road in? I'd say probably a mixture of both. From what I from what I see, because that's like low income. So I don't know how That's what they do over here. If you have, like, a cul-de-sac of people living in a bunch of houses, um, the government will pay out the residents, like, thousands, millions of dollars for their property so that they can knock it all down and build something else. And only, like... 
and a high percentage of the residents have to agree to it in order for it to go ahead. So this will result in a hundred houses and businesses being torn down or relocated. Mm. Um, so All the businesses would be re relocated for sure, especially if they have the money to do so. I just hope at mm. least they have the choice too. I do. Because over here in Australia, if a hundred percent of the residents don't agree, the government can't go a go ahead of, of plan. Like you need a hundred percent acceptance from the residents to take the payout and move out of their housing. Otherwise, the government can't do shit. Okay, that that seems fair. Um, but like, if in China and such, the, like in China, you can't buy a house. Like, you cannot buy a house. You can like basically rent a house for like fifty years. Well, like people outside of the country can't buy a house. But I don't no, no, see people why people in the country, people in the country can't buy. That seems like, stupid. Can't buy. Uh, they can't buy land. They can't buy a house. It would like I want to buy like a holiday home in another country. That'd yes. be great. So the reason for that is actually because uh, the way that China's economy works, it's structured as a, a state mm. capitalist economy. So the state owns all capital. Um, yep. And they control uh, the right to property. The right to corporation all that kind of stuff so all the rights that a uh, capitalism gives to individual state um a lot of people oh. call china communists that's false if you want to debate me on that come on my stream i can dare you uh, see isn't isn't communism like equality communism is stateless classless uh moneyless a stateless classless, moneyless society uh, without a hierarchical structure of federal government. So, equality. Yes. <laughs> Why is it bad? Fuck my life. Because it disagrees with principles that make other people so it's viewed as bad. Because human nature incentivizes Apparently the live stream ended. At least it did on my end. Mine's still showing. Mine's socially. See? Still going. I think still shows that we're still. Oh. For some reason mine stopped for... No, yeah. It stopped and it's like giving me the next video that it wants me to watch. Hmm. So. That's weird. That's weird. I still have internet and everything, but I guess I can no longer read the chat because I no longer have access to the stream. It's all good. Um, let's We're go almost over, done anyway. Let's go over the second to final story. Um, okay. Um, Lily reminds me of my chemical romance. Oh my god, Gerard Way. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to go see that concert next year. Excited. I really want to cut my hair short. Also, just another first world problem. With wine, I kind of have an allergic reaction where the smallest amount gets me fucked up, and I forgot to put my wine drops in it that lowers the phosphates and sulfates in the wine so that that doesn't happen. 
The black cat Watch as I'm sick for another next three days. Mark, you always. No, you're I'm gonna be like. Here, Mark. I'm literally just gonna be sick for the next three days. Because I didn't put my wine drops that lower the phosphates and sulfates in the fucking wine. Okay, so here's the next story. I think you guys might be um, so Britney Spears announced that she was getting married, right? Ooh! And her father out of the conservatorship. conservatorship. Supposedly, mm. she isn't in charge of it, and he gave it to a company who has now removed the Instagram post, removed her Instagram access, as well as all access to her social media. So his father basically sold her soul to a company. Supposedly. Again, these are allegations, don't she, tell me. I watched the video of when she got her first iPad at 39 years old, and it was so wholesome. It was the most wholesome video that I've seen in a while. She was so excited to finally own a fucking iPad at 39 years old. She's in such an exploitative situation. It's so bad. Ugh. Okay. It's really fucking horrific. Really horrific what conservatorships... It really is. It's, it's awful. I mean, they mainly... It's mainly for child stars. Like, people who started out really young in the industry and the parents were kind of... Like, I think that... The same thing's going to happen with Danielle Cohn. Um, any child actors that start out really young who can't technically be legally um, obligated to themselves, their parents are their managers, their legal representation, everything. Like, And then it just goes to the point where, yeah, okay, they're legally of age, but the parents are so used to controlling their child that they they purposely make it seem like the child is incapable of looking after themselves and therefore granting them conservatorship. Lily, did you... Hold up. Did you draw a mustache on yourself or something? Okay. Okay, I was questioning if I was going crazy or if that was real. Yeah, no, I was... Just <laughs> oh, it was just a shadow. I'm sitting there, I'm like, what is that? Um... So this is a story that involves um, the country that everyone thinks Lily's from, my country, and Black Cat's country. Um, so France and China have recalled ambassadors <laughs> to the U.S. and Australia over a new uh... deal, which we reached. Um, so we we with uh, the with me uh, me and Black Cat's countries have yeah us got nuclear submarines wait we do uh-huh i'm gonna sink your battleship <laughs> i'm gonna sink your battleship <laughs> um this comes oh this a, is exciting this comes in a new treaty uh called um I bet you we got it from you guys, though. You guys gifted us a nuclear battleship. There's no way we would have made one on our own. Yeah, uh, I think that's what it is. So, uh, so this this deal, the, a the AUK-US deal, 
AUKUS deal. Um, mm. Supplies both us, you guys, and the United Kingdom uh, with, a, with a separate military alliance outside of NATO. Uh, it comes with a bunch more, but basically we really got, so bored. We both got new nuclear subs and everything, and China isn't too happy about it. Um, mm. That's why I said where everyone thinks Lily's from, plus where me and Black Cat are from. Some people think I'm from Japan. No, do you remember when you used to get the, oh, you your country's owned by China all the time? People thought you were from the other place for Thai, the other Thai. The Thai. Taiwan? Yeah, I think, pe yeah, a bunch of people, at least some people I knew thought you were from Taiwan. People keep mistaking Thailand to Taiwan, I'm like, Taiwan is not in China, it, it, it used to be a part of China, but it's not anymore. But yeah, like, it's, in, it's independent, but not technically independent. Um, hmm. So, the French are also angry at this because they Ooh. were left out of the deal. <laughs> Lily's turning French. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's the world news. Uh, we now have a nuclear sub. Um... And Black Cat and me are going to go play Battleship now. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Poison Point of View podcast. Oh. Uh, it's, it's been your hosts, D&D, Black Cat, and Luke. That's what I'm calling you now, Apple. Now Luke. I'm Luke. <laughs> it's still Lily, it's Luke. He's transcended. Bonjour, mi amour. Thank you guys oh, wait, so much that's for not... <laughs> Thank you guys for watching. We wee baguette. We baguette. Thank you guys so much for watching. We appreciate you coming in. We appreciate you watching. And we will see you all flipping later. Next week. Next Have week Luke will be here. Peace.